Uh, this is not uh, Sean, all the people that are uh, listening on the podcast. Uh, this is Joe, his son, Joe, his only begotten son. So uh, we're, we're in Romans today, Romans 6, Romans 6. I don't, I'm not strong in Deuteronomy, so I'm not going to preach on that. So we're in Romans 6. Uh, Romans 6 is a book for people that either just got saved or people that are still understanding the gospel, still understanding how to get how, what true salvation is. And I think that any person that is still confused after, after we go through this needs to read through Romans 3 and 5 to get a full understanding of it. We're going to uh, go to Romans 6 and start reading. Okay. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? This is a question that a lot of people ask. A lot. When you hear the gospel for the first time, thinking that, wait, so it's just Jesus Christ for salvation, that's it. So does that mean I can keep sinning? Because their father is the devil, and he wants, he wants them to think about sin all the time. So we keep on going, uh, God forbid, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? So as believers, we are dead to sin. Know ye not that so many of us, as were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into His death? So we were baptized unto His death. So when He died and died, we went down with Him, and we were raised up with Him at that moment in time. Therefore, we, were, we are buried with Him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. So the should here is very important for any person that's a, a Calvinist or says that we need to have works to prove that we're saved. Because we need to make sure that it's still a free choice that we're walking in newness of life. Yes, sin is bad and awful, but we need to understand that if we think about let's stop sinning, we're not walk. We're we're going back to our fleshly nature. We're not putting faith in Jesus and rely, relying on Jesus, the Holy Spirit, to guide us past sin. Five. For if we have we. For we have been planted together in the likeness of His death. We shall be also in the likeness of His resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with Him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. So our old man is our fleshly nature, our sinful nature, that we just say, it's dead. It's already dead. We know that every person in the world is going to die in the future. So instead of us thinking, oh, that's the future, no, we say, it's already happened. It's already going to happen, so our, our old man is dead. Let's walk in newness of life. Put on the new man. Uh, for we, he that is dead is freed from sin. So we have to think that we're dead so that we are free from our sinful body. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we should also live with him knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Uh, death hath no dominion over him. So death does not have any dominion over us. We need to put this 
deep into our hearts to know that we have the capability because we have God within us to get past sin entirely. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. So once we believe in the true gospel, we are dead. And now we walk in newness of life. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let not sin therefore region in your mortal body, that we should, we should obey it in the lust thereof. Uh, neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin. So we should, the members that are around us, people that are around us, we should be saying, hey, we need to make sure you're not, we're not sinning, we're not maybe using foul language, smoking, drinking alcohol a lot, stuff like that. We need to make sure that we are yielding our members to that, but still making sure that they understand that we, uh, not sinning is not salvation. It's already passed, it's already done. God dealt with sin 2,000 years ago. But yield yourselves unto God. So we yield ourselves to God and not our own fleshly nature. As those that are alive from the dead and our members as instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are under the law, or ye are not under the law, but under grace. And every time we say we're not under the law, people always think about, oh, so we're not, we can just do whatever we want? No. 15. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? God forbid. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey? His servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. But God be thanked that we were the servants of sin. So we were the servants of sin, now we're not. But we have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which is delivered on, was delivered to you. So that's the gospel that we obeyed. We believed in Jesus for our salvation. Being then made free from sin, ye become servants of righteousness. Now we're free from sin and we're now servants of righteousness now. I speak after the matter of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. So we still have that fleshly nature that we just got to put to the side. For as we, ye have uh, yielded your members servants to uncleanness, and to iniquity unto iniquity, even so ye now yield your members servants to righteousness unto holiness. For when we, ye were the servants of sin, you were free from righteousness. So when we were the servants of sin, righteousness was not a thing. When, yes, we could do righteous things, but it was really just dead works because we didn't have God with us. When God created the world, He created life, so if we don't have God with us, the source of life is not there. We have to have the source of life to be a living being. If you don't have that, we're just death, getting closer to death. But with Jesus, with God in us, we have the ability to walk in life. Uh, that fruit had ye then to those things whereof ye are now ashamed, for the end of those things is death. So it's basically saying that you didn't have the fruit that you had. The fruit that you had is this dead fruit. It's not producing anything because you don't have the vine, the true vine, as it says in John 15, I'm pretty sure. Then one of the 
we're getting close to one of the famous verses ever. But now being made free from sin and become servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through, our, through Jesus Christ our Lord. So the question is, have you sinned? If the answer is yes, hell. So you believe in Jesus for the remission of sins, and it's past. It's gone. Now, going into seven. Know ye not, brethren, for I speak to them that know the law. So these are people that know the law. As believers, we're not under the law. We're under grace. How that the law hath dominion over a man as long as he liveth. For the woman which had an husband is bound by the law to her husband as long as, as he liveth. But if the husband be dead, she is loose from the law of her husband. So then if, while her husband liveth, she is married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from that law, so that she is no adulteress through she be married to another man. So before we were saved, we were, we were kind of married to the law but we're under the curse of the law. If you read Galatians, the curse of the law is death because we've all sinned. We've all broken the law. So since now we're under grace now, we're not under the curse of the law anymore. Therefore, my brethren, ye also are become dead to the law by the body of Christ. So when we put the body of Christ on, our uh, spiritual nature, we're dead to the law. Because Christ never repented of his sin. Christ never worried about sin at all when he was in when he's on the earth uh, that ye should be married to another even to him who is raised from the dead so we're married to Christ now that we should bring forth fruit unto God for when we were in the flesh the motions of sin which were by the law did work in our members to bring forth fruit unto death so yes we brought forth some type of fruit but it was unto death because we didn't have the God in us. We just had, we just showed off our fruit just so we will please people instead of pleasing God. But now we are delivered from the law, that being dead wherein we were held, that we should serve in newness of spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. What shall we say then? Is the sin, or is the law sin? God forbid. Nay, I had not known sin but by the law. For I had not known lust, except the law had said, Thou shalt not covet. But sin, taken occasion by the commandment, wrought in me all matter of concupiscence. For without the law, sin was dead. So with the law, you see the commandment, and when you break it, you're like, oh my gosh, this is horrible, it's horrible, and you, it gets stronger and stronger and stronger. But when you don't have the, the law, th think about the law so much, and think about, oh, I break, I break the law all the time, wait, it's gone, we don't have to worry about sin anymore, because we're not under the curse of the law, let's walk in this life. For I was alive without the law once. So that was like before the law came, before Moses. He's talking about people, not himself. But when the commandment came, sin revived and I died. So when the commandment came, sin revived and he died because he broke the law. 
and the commandment which was ordained to life I found to be unto death. For sin, taken occasion by the commandment, deceived me, and by it slewed me. Wherefore, the law is holy, and the commandment holy and just and good. So the law is good, the commandments are holy and just, but we have to follow it righteously. If our sins are not remiss, gone, canceled out, then we're not following the law righteously. Uh, Was then that which is good made death unto me? God forbid. But sin that is made that that it might appear sin working death in me by that which is good, that sin by the commandment might become become exceedingly sinful. Know we not that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. So the law is a spiritual thing. We can't follow it carnally, worldly. We got to follow it spiritually. For that which I do, I allow not. So Paul's saying that he's doing stuff that he does not allow other people to do. For what I would, that, I, that do I not. But I hate that what I do, that I, do I. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that is good. So if you do something and you don't want to do it, you're consenting that the law is good. Then, now then, it is no more that I do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. So you're not actually doing it, it's just that sin is in you. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. So this flesh, this wicked flesh that you have, there's no good thing that dwelleth in it. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. For the good that I would... I do not, but the evil which I would not, that I do. Now if I do that I would not, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. So every time we do good, we got to realize evil is still present with us, to humble ourselves, to not think that we're so amazing, so righteous. We it brings us back down to, hey, you're just a human being. You're not God. The Holy Spirit's in you, helping you, but don't take all the credit for yourself. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man, but I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. So other members that might have, that are under the law because they don't believe in the gospel, you still see that, and you're like, dang it, it's drawing me back towards that instead of keeping it into um, under grace, under faith in God, and the perfect grace that God gives us. So one of the best verses I've ever read ever. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind I myself shall serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. Those two verses are very important for believers to get past their sinful nature. We we can get past our sinful nature, but we can't have faith in ourselves. We have to have faith in God to lead us past our sinful nature. Let's let's go to a word in prayer. Dear Lord, uh, I want to lift up uh, Rosa. Uh, She's dealing with the a bad situation in her uh, family. I uh, 
pray that you will be with her and you'll uh, lead her with your wonderful word and uh, help her understand things and lead her husband to being better with his life. Uh, We're all wretched men that we need to come to you, Lord, for faith. We're in a wicked world and we pray for all of us to draw close to you, Lord. And God's let me pray. Amen.